family this morning, we'll be getting straight into the word of God because I'm going to be doing a bit of a teaching. And just to make sure that we all get some certain things that are needed. I remember, I think yesterday, I have one of my pastor friends that was around um, in my place. And so we're just having um, some, some conversation as to why some of us as believers we still struggle. Um, for example, I think one of the things you've heard me said that several times with the numbers, that there is a blessing that comes upon just being a man. For example, just for the fact that your mother gave birth to you. There is a default blessing that comes to every one of us. And so based on that knowledge of that very particular blessing, for instance, your, your, for lack of a better word, your circular guys have that knowledge of the blessing and they know how to engage the principle daring, even without God, they still make it in their industry. Yes. There is, a, there is a principle that carries the power of God. For example, it says, If you shall hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord and observe to do all I have commanded thee this day. If you observe to do all that he commanded you this day, even though you don't want to acknowledge the source, but as long as you acknowledge his principle, that very particular power that guarantees that principle can, prove, can also, what's it called, help you in the direction of your life. And so based on that, um, with this very particular friend, pastor friend of mine, we just, we just, we just breaking bread together and just talking. Why is it that believers are not, are not getting into the, into, into the fullness of God's uh, manifestation for their life? What are the things that, for lack of better, what we pastors have put on the table that has made them, that has made them lose the sight of the first Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2 responsibility God gives to man? For example, Genesis chapter 2 makes us to understand. It says, when God finished creating the Garden of Eden, the Bible says, and God puts man in it. And when God put man in that garden, God was saying that man should tend and keep the garden. Indirectly, man's supposed to walk that very particular garden. So which means uh, the place of work, as far as God is concerned, that, that very particular responsibility, it is still in operation in a man's life. So just because you speak in tongues and bind the devils and you know how to swish and swash with the Bible does not take or replace the place of your work. The same thing also applies this morning as we are going to be looking in the place of fruitfulness. And I'll show you from the scripture what fruitfulness really, really mean. I'm going to take it from the, what you call from the dictionary part. And so that when we then begin to talk about this fruitfulness today, you then begin to look at yourself and begin to give yourself like a surgical doctor, begin to give yourself a very clean operation in your life. Because sometimes the reason why we don't produce the way we're supposed to produce is because we are trying to, to, to for lack of a better word, use other stuff to cover the responsibility we need to take. And so because of that this morning, the title of my message is called The Fruitful Life That Enhances Favor. And so my anchor scripture for this morning is going to be from the book of Psalm chapter 1, from verse 1 to verse 3. Psalm 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. And also I'm going to be reading John chapter 15 from verse 2 to verse 8. John 15, 2 to 8. And also you can add this one as part of my scripture, Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis 1, 28. Other scriptures will be coming to support my thought this morning, but these are the core scriptures you will see me keep going back all the time. Which means Psalm 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. John chapter 15, verse 2 to verse 8, and also Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Now, let's start from Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Let's look at what the Bible is saying this morning. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. The Bible says, And God blessed them, 
at this very particular point in verse 28, we've seen God, um, who, who, God who, who came in when we saw him the first time God is introduced to us from Genesis chapter 1, is the fact that there was a crisis on the ground. And in that very particular crisis, the Bible says the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, which means there was nothing moving. And so based on that, your God was not panicking because he has the ability for him to be fruitful. And I will show you what the fruitfulness in God did for him to be able to do all that he was doing. Now, the Bible now says, uh, in, after that very particular thing, the Bible says, and God said, let there be light. The light there that happens was the light, which is the, the life of Christ that was sent into that very particular place. So when he begins to declare, he begins to say, let there be light. Let, let, let the heavens, uh, um, what's it called, begin to gather itself. Um, let the land begin to separate from water. Let the trees begin to come out. And every other thing in which God was now doing, it was from the product of the light that he has sent, who happens to be Christ. That is why when we can capture the light in Christ, we can then begin to produce the life of the thing. If we can capture the light, we can then begin to produce life. The problem why we keep coming on the repeated circle asking for something that God has already given us is because we've not captured the light that it has been given to you. I remember my wife and I were talking, I think about a few days ago, we were just talking about the whole issue, I think in the book of Matthew. It says, for he himself took our infirmity. Which means if God took the infirmity, which means you don't have that very particular sickness. He says, him himself took off the infirmity. So if God took it, it says he bores our sicknesses and our diseases. It says by his stripes, it says we were healed. It is not we are going to be healed, but we were healed. So if it's all written in past tense, so what is COVID that is in my body? If it's all written in past tense, so what is malaria fever? What is cancer? So when that light pops on your inside, then you begin to produce the life of that very particular thing thereof. So what is the life there when you find yourself in code that you are sick? Because the light is already in full in you, you can then carry that scripture and begin to meditate there upon it and make your confession to say, I cannot be sick because why? It is not from, from what I can see from the scripture, I am not permitted to be sick because my God, my me, Jesus took it already. So let's say tomorrow the doctor, you're going to see doctor and the doctor comes with that demonic evil report to say you have stage 4 cancer. You look at the doctor straight in the face because now the light is already on your inside. Stage 4 cancer, it cannot be in my body. You have to say something because the doctor is also saying to you. You may say, okay, nobody, doctor is doing their job. Yes. The enemy can use anything. It can use machine. I've seen, I think, I think I'm laughing because I remember I saw a particular story. I don't know if it was on Facebook or somebody sent it to me on WhatsApp. Yeah, I think it's on WhatsApp. Somebody sent it to me on WhatsApp. And um, it, it's, a, it's an interesting story by this man apparently went to um hospital uh to do a for lack of their, their child is sick i think the three child is sick and he needed to do a dna test to see if his blood matches those very particular child so that he can then be able to transfer blood to cut a long story short the the medical guys now brought a report and said the three child is not his but all of a sudden based on that what then he began to do the man get angry got home begin chase all the three children away he was so angry and stuff and out of that he took a knife stabbed the wife and blah 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 it was a long it was just a lot of drama in my mind when i was doing that i'm like what the hell is this but guess what it got to a particular time when now they were calling the man because now as he stabs his wife he was also trying to kill himself 
Now the wife was bleeding. Somebody saw the report, took the wife at Multicord, call is it nine one one you guys call it here in South Africa? Yeah, those paramedic guys called them and they came pick the man and pick the I mean pick the man and the wife because to rush them to hospital. While that was happening, the man phone was ringing. What is the problem? So the the investigators say, okay, fine. What is going? You keep saying that you got a report and that's the reason why you do this and stuff. But the hospital is also calling because I can see that is a doctor X Y Z. I don't want to mention the name that is trying to call you. So now the police guys now take that very particular phone. They pick the call and guess what? They now discovered that at the laboratory there, whoever was performing the thing, they made a mistake and gave him a wrong report. And when that report get to him, imagine all the damage he has done. Chased his three children away, fight his wife, stab his wife, stab himself, and all those things. From what? From a wrong report. That sounds like many of us uh, who are believers where we are getting the wrong report uh, and using that wrong report to run our lives. And we then wonder why some certain things not happening in our life. Because why? We've not captured the light of the truth of the report. That's why for me, I tell people, point blank, this is my own revelation. You can find your own. I said, I don't care what the doctor report is going to say. That machine was created for him to find fault. For example, I tell somebody, I said, there's no way you go for COVID test. It will tell you that you are positive. Except now that they are beginning to change that very particular thing. It will tell you. Because why? The machine was created to see fault. You go for, you go do a cancer report. The machine will tell you that you have cancer one, two, three, or four. Because why? It was created to see cancer. Then in that case, my Bible was created also for me to see my healing that has already been done in Christ Jesus. Now the question I need to ask myself, which one do I need to believe? Hmm. I've said a lot. I pray that somebody will get that. But let's, let me come back here into my word this morning. If you are not going to understand this light that I'm going to bring in this morning, then it's going to be a serious problem in terms of performing all God wants you to perform for this year. Remember this year it has been called our year of overflow. And this month it says as a year of fruitfulness. And I mean our year of favor. But let's look at it this morning. I'm going to read from the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. The Bible says here. It says, and then God blessed them. And God says, be fruitful. That was the first thing God said. It says, be fruitful. Now, this is one of the things I wanted to understand. When God says, and God bless them, now, the blessing there comes with these five things that we see here, which is number one, the place of fruitfulness, and that is a way you can navigate if you understand fruitfulness properly, like we are going to look into tonight, I mean, this morning, it will now begin to make sense what it means to multiply. It will begin to make sense what it means to fill the earth. It will begin to make sense what it means to subdue it and also have dominion. But the first thing God was saying at this very particular point was be fruitful. He wasn't, he wasn't saying, okay, fine, let's jump and make you have dominion. Uh -uh. There is a place of fruitfulness uh, that you need to be able to capture that very particular light that guarantees uh, that you will be able to now begin to multiply. Because if fruitfulness is not in view in your life, you will struggle for favor and favor will not come. Because favor only answers to some certain dimensions of fruitfulness you are going to bring on the table. Now let's begin to look. Before, before, before I get into the major this thing, this moment, let's, let's look at what's the meaning of fruitfulness. I'm, I'm looking at it here, the meaning of fruitfulness. Number one, fruitfulness here, it means uh, producing abundantly. Producing the ability for you to produce abundantly. And now hear me, when we talk about production of abundantly here now, I'm not talking only about the whole issue, for example, where a woman or probably couples will have to give birth, the, the, the wife give birth to a guy, I mean, to a male child or a female child. That It's part of fruitfulness, but that's not the fruitfulness I want us to look. But we are going to bring it contextual to this very particular service this morning. 
Now, the, the word fruitfulness, it means producing abundantly. Now, mark the word producing abundantly and think of these two things that we're marking the word, which means the ability for you to produce personally and the ability also for you to produce productionally. So there is a personal production that must take place. And this personal production is a production that must take place on your inside. And that is something that I want to focus tonight because if we can then be able to capture the, the full definition of what pro, fruitfulness is, which means number one place of your personal production, if that, I mean, your, what's it called, your personal fruitfulness, if that part is in, and it's, 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 it's in full, your ability for you to produce, which is now the production fruitfulness, will become easy. Because most of the time, We've not been able to capture the personal fruitfulness and yet we want to be able to do the production fruitfulness. When God says be fruitful there, it was saying from that very particular standpoint of the personal side, which means your ability for you to operate like God. God was so fruitful to the point that his, his emotional intelligence was so strong, even up to now, that regardless of you not serving him, it does not make God less of a man. Now, that's a dimension of fruitfulness, which is emotional intelligence. The self-confidence of God. If there is a way you guys talk about God, and there's a way you even hate this God, if God would have been walking according to your talk, maybe God would have decided to retire to become the God of the universe. Why? A certain dimension of fruitfulness is on the inside, where he is not moved by what people say. If you like from now, decide to say, okay, I'm going to jump and commit suicide. You've just minus one. He's going to, do you know that everyone, I think I was doing a research the other day. Every one person that passed on, you know, it was a crazy, you know, sometimes your pastor, you guys will pray for me. Just pray for me. I'm very crazy in my thoughts. Somehow, maybe that's the reason why God looked at me and said, okay, I like your craziness. This is what I did. I took my laptop. I think my, my laptop and my wife's laptop. And that, that was a period where I went on holiday. I, I, I went into, I don't want to mention the site now, for you people who go and start checking the site and stuff. Um, it's a good site, but that site, if you're not strong, you would, you would, your head will just spin somehow. So I went to that very particular site, and I was looking at, the site will give you the real data of, of people that have been born, and the real data of people that are dead, people that are dying. I don't know if I mean, if you understand what I'm saying. People that are dying or people that are, well, you know what I'm trying to say, you are smart. Because I know I don't have I don't have dull people. You all are very smart. That's that's what I believe, and that's why when I come, I come with very intelligent conversation. Now, when I was having this two laptop, now <laughs> it was so very interesting that I was looking at per seconds the number of people that that passed on, and the per seconds number of people that was born. It was so shocking that the ratio for me, uh, this is me, the ratio of number of people that passed on the ratio. Of, I'm like, oh boy, people are plenty in planet Earth too. <laughs> now I conclude that people are plenty. Every second, apparently, about 1,300 people dies. And that's, I was looking at it from, uh, from Africa. 1,300 people die. But still in the same Africa, every, thousand, every second, over 7,845 people have been born. So which means there are more people that have been born. And <laughs> so this, I'm, I'm giving you these statistics because why? If you wake up one morning and say, God, you see, I will carry bullets and put on my head. If I die, everything is going to stop. There are, there are one to seven. Let me just help you now. So it's almost ratio one to seven. So if one goes, seven comes. And now that's God because why God cannot be stopped. Your inability for you to adhere to his instruction cannot make him less of a God. Or either your inability for you, I mean your ability for you to hear his instructions that do them daring does not even make him more of God. It is for your advantage. So which means either you say or you don't say, God is still God. 
Now, that is a level of fruitfulness that has sustained him with that level of intelligence and that level of, of a lack of better word, of a dimension that he is operating in. And I pray for somebody tonight. You will bump into that very particular level in your fruitful life in the name of Jesus. Now, let's look. Now, fruitfulness number one, it means uh, producing abundantly. Now, I now went too far to now begin to look what are the related words of that very particular word fruitfulness. I mean, the word fruitful from the standpoint of producing abundantly. So, I look for relating words. You know, like they call it, it says... The synonyms, you think as the word, the synonyms, the word that are closer to that word fruitfulness. Now, let's begin so that if I give you this, this very particular sub word, it will help you as we begin to go down to the message this morning. Now, the word there says, number one, that the related word to fruitful, it means, number one, bearing. So, when I talk about fruitful, so somebody begin to think about bearing. It also means about generative, which is ability for you to regenerate yourself. Hey, no, that one blessed me when I saw the word. So, producing abundant ability for you to regenerate yourself. Now, this very particular regenerate, I went too deeper for me to see it. There are some certain people that they've been able to develop their, so, I mean, their, their, their mindset in terms of fruitfulness so well to the point that when they get to a particular age, they have the way they think that all of a sudden, their mindset does not represent that they are 50 years. Their mindset begins to operate as if they are 25 years. Which is why it is also a dimension of being fruitful. They regenerate themselves from the standpoint of the light they've captured of what it means to be fruitful. Now, another word again of relating to fruitful, it's producing. Another word says yielding. Another one says abounding. Another one says abundant. Another word also means bountiful. It means also generous. It also means to be liberal. The Bible says um, the liberal soul shall be made fat. So which means if you are a liberal person, by default, you are a fruitful person. Are you getting where we are going? You, 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 you will enjoy this morning service. It also means plenteous. It also means uh, the ability for you to bloom, which is blooming, for you to just glow. So when you see somebody tomorrow and the person is glowing, just understand that this person is fruitful. Now, it also means your ability for you to be thriving. So when you are thriving in something, you are fruitful in that place. Do you notice now that it is not just only the fruit of the womb? It also means being creative. So a creative person who gets to the office and he sees a certain problem in the office and he comes with a creative solution for that very particular thing, he's been fruitful. Now, does that sound like your God? When he showed up in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 and he saw the darkness that was upon all of a sudden his fruitful personality that sponsors that very particular creativity kicks in. Mm. Holy Spirit, I pray somebody get it this morning. So which means um, the other word for being fruitful is being creative. It also now also means being inventive and being original. Now remember, I'm giving you this one as fruitful, which is meaning what you call producing abundantly. Now let's look at my second definition of fruitfulness. My second definition of fruitfulness it means here. It says um, it's producing or capable of producing a desired result. It's producing or capable of producing desired result. For instance, you might say this year 2022, like we've been talking about, is a year of overflow. But my desired result by the time I get to the end of the year is the fact that I want to see about a million dollars in my bank account. And now, your ability for you to achieve that very particular aim, it also means that you are a fruitful person. Because why? You have the capacity for you to produce a desired result. Now, relating to this very particular word, you now find, what's called, relating to this very particular word, in terms of producing a desired result, you now find words like 
in quotes, that you are an hyper-efficient somebody. Ha! You are very hyper-efficient. You are ultra-efficient. You are adequate. You are competent. You can accomplish anything. You can adapt to any circumstances that comes along your way. You can also, you are full of experience. You are an expert, master in doing. You can practice and also, what's it called, do what you can do best. You are learnable. You are proficient. Now, you see, when you look at all this word we are talking, all simply from just a standpoint of being fruitful. So, which means what I'm trying for you to understand this morning is the fact that if you cannot be able to assimilate or you are not skillful in court, as far as this context is talking from the standpoint of the Bible, you are not a fruitful person. But guess what? From the beginning of man, God bless man and says, be hyperactive. <laughs> because I need to use the word that, has, that is here this morning so that it can be relatable to you this morning. God bless man. And God says, um, God says unto the man, um, he says here, yeah, be an expert. He bless man and he says to the man, um, he says here, yeah, be sound. Now, these are all the things that are routed on the word fruitfulness. He bless man and he says, uh, be regenerative. Which means when you get to the point whereby people tell you that nothing good can come out of your life. You look back on the indices and the scriptures made available to you. You push yourself into a dimension and say, no. The blessing upon my life is the fact that I can regenerate again. And before you know what was going on, the same you that they fired, the same you that they say you are not qualified for doing the job, all of a sudden, you now regenerate yourself and you show up again in the market and people are wondering, how did you do this? Because why? You've captured the understanding that I'm fruitful. The ability for you to be fruitful. To be a fruitful also means to be competent. The ability when something is given to you and people are feeling that, no, this person can't do it and they look at you, they say, no, give it to Angela. Angela can do it properly because why? You are a fruitful person to the point that you can develop, you can put competent skills and negotiation on the table and yet people are wondering, how did you pull this off? Because why? You've captured the reality that you are a fruitful person. I declare upon you this morning under the sound of my voice, anything that is fighting your ability to be fruitful, I hereby cause that thing from the root. In the name of Jesus, you are a fruitful person. Somebody declare this after me. I'm fruitful. I'm a fruitful person. Everywhere I step into this week, I display fruitfulness. Say it with boldness. Everywhere I step in this week, I display fruitfulness. The remaining days of my life on planet Earth, I display fruitfulness because that's who you are. The Bible says, and God says unto them, it says, be fruitful. Be fruitful. Now imagine you carry this very particular understanding and you take it to the marketplace and they say they want to fire you. And just simply because they want to fire you or they refuse to sign the contract. And you now understand that you have an hyper-efficient and ultra-efficient mindset. You will take that project, go back into your house, put it on the table, pray yourself back again, and look at the project and begin to produce it yourself. Because why? You are a fruitful person. Until this reality bobs on your inside. Because most times we thought that fruitfulness is just all about ability for you to carry children. No. I've shown you that fruitfulness just means, fruitfulness also means ability for you to be abundant. Ability for you to be liberal. Ability for you to be plentiful in nature. Ability for you to just bloom. You People just go around and they just look at you and I'm like, wow, man, you just look beautiful. Indirectly, they are telling you that, oh boy, you are a fruitful person. No? Now that's just what it means. 
And so based on that this morning, as we begin to go on our thought, I took my time for me to be able to explain that point so that as we begin to go down and we begin to look at the scripture, you then understand some certain things when, 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 when God is angry as to people who are not fruitful, you now know what that means. So which means God is angry at people whereby they are not using their brain to work. And this is one of the big problems we are facing in church. When we get to church, we lock our brain in the cars and get to church and somebody give you petrol, somebody give you grass, somebody give you doom and you just drink it. Man, I don't know. You see, that point of fruitfulness is not in view already in your life. Because common sense says, if I go to a garage to want to put fuel, I have a right to choose if I want to take unleaded 95 or unleaded 93 or diesel in my car. You cannot just come with your own choice of petrol and open my mouth and you're putting it. No, I have choice to either put the petrol in my mouth or not put the petrol. Besides also, if you want to give me petrol, give me at least two options so that I can choose. So that I know that I was a particular of this very particular decision. Fruitfulness. Ha. Father, I pray one more time for somebody under the sound of my voice. Anything that has hold you bound in your business, hold you bound in your creativity, hold you bound in moving forward. Huh? I stand as a prophet this night, this morning. I declare that that very particular hold is hereby terminated from your life in the name of Jesus. Huh? I speak upon your life. I declare you fruitful. I declare you fruitful. I declare you fruitful in the name of Jesus. The ability for you to be fruitful. One more time, somebody say, Ida, I'm a fruitful person. <laughs> and as you are saying it, I want to look for somebody and say, Ida, I'm a fruitful person. I'm a practical person. When we talk about fruitful, it means I'm practical. It means I'm usable. It means I'm workable, which means I'm not a lazy person. Why? Because you are fruitful. You are a fruitful person. You are a fruitful person. Now let's quickly look at the scripture this moment as we begin to go down. John chapter 15 from verse 2 to verse 8. John 15, verse 2 to verse 8. John chapter 15, 2 to 8. I can see it here on the scripture this morning. I'm, I'm fired up this morning because I want, if there's one thing for me I desire, I want to see every one of you blessed. I said it and this is the prayer that I pray every day for you. Listen to me. Every day I pray this prayer. At the end of this year, by the time we get to October, November, your December, from December 1 to December 31st, you are chilling, eating of the profit that you've made of this year. Because I want to see you make profit. I want to see you grow. I want to see you operating in overflow. And so because of that, anything it will cost me, your pastor, to put on the table just to make sure that you get to the place of overflow. I, I'm committed to it and I pray that you receive of this and run daring in the truth of it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in John chapter 15 from verse 2 to verse 8. And the Bible says there, was talking about God in verse 1. It says, I'm the, I'm the vine and ye are the branches. Let's look at what the scripture is saying. From the New International Version, I think that's what my beloved here put on the screen. It says here, He cut every, 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 sorry, he cut off every branch in me that bears no fruit. <laughs> Let's begin to wonder here. If you are not a creative person from the, all the points I've given you, it says, God cut off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Because why God is interested on you being fruitful. He now says, while every branch that does not bear fruit, he says he prunes it so that it bears it. Even I mean, what every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it will, it, it will be even more fruitful. 
He says, so you, I mean, so you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. He says, remain in me and I shall remain in you. He says, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. He says, neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Verse 5 now says, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. It says, if you remain in me and I in you. Verse 5, he said, if you remain in me and I in you. He now says, um, the same that bear forth fruit. I'm trying to look at it. He said, for without me, he says, you can do nothing. Verse 6, he says, if, 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 if a man abided not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. He says, and is withered. Which means if you are not being fruitful, you're cast out of a branch and is withered. He says, and man gather them and cast them into fire. He says, and they are burnt. He says, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Verse 8 now says, he says, hearing is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So ye are my disciples. He says, hearing is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. John 15 verse 8. So which means God's glory is to see you bear fruit. God's glory is to see you being able to, God's glory is to see you being sound daily. God's glory is to see you being useful. God's glory is to see you being reliable. God's glory is to see you all the time. Be hyper-efficient, ultra-efficient, adequate, capable, competent, ability to accomplish. Now that's the glory that God des desires from you. It says uh, that God's glory my father's glory is the fact that ye bear much fruit. So which means if you are not bearing any fr much fruit or probably you are not bearing fruit uh, as you're supposed to bear according to God's standard. You see, the average of us supposed to operate like Christ. The average. And if you push yourself so well, you begin to operate like your father God. The reason why I use the word Christ because I, I, there is no any other example I can use. The average of us supposed to operate at least Christ. And if you now begin to push yourself, your father, God. Because we get to understand that, 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 that Jesus makes us to understand. He says, all the things I do, I see my father do them. And so because I see my father do them, I also begin to duplicate them. So if we see Jesus do them, now the question there is what did the father do that we are not for lack of a better word at this moment, that we are not privileged for us to know because why? All things in God has already been wrapped in Christ and Christ in you. So if Christ is in you already, so which is one of the things we need to begin to pray for every day, and that should be your prayer point. Let my eyes be open. How can I be fruitful? How can I be a master in this very particular game? That's why for me, I said, as this is one of my targets when I tell you people that I'm going to be the best celebrity pastor when it comes to rested life message because why? I understand that the ability for me to be fruitful and to become a master here that responsibility has been placed on me. The blessing to be able, which is the positional part, it is already in view in my life, so I need to now work out that very particular thing that is already on my inside. The Bible says, uh, it says in verse 8, Herein my Father is glorified, that he bear much fruit, so ye shall be my disciple. Beloved, I want you to say to yourself from today, I will bear fruit. Now that you understand what I'm trying to say, I will bear fruit. What is the bearing of the fruit there? The ability for you, with all the points I give you, the ability for you to know how to produce abundantly. 
the ability for you to be able to produce desired result the ability for you to know too well that you can regenerate yourself that you can abound that you can be liberal that you can operate in what's called in a flourishing life that you can be thriving you can become creative now these are the creative things remember the, what's called the fruitfulness we're looking into now let's look at my my next test this morning because after then i'll give you examples that will go to a few points now let's look at the book of psalm chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 3 Psalm 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. Psalm chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. I don't know who I need to declare this, but the Holy Spirit just, just asked me to declare this to somebody. Father, <laughs> thank you. I declare this upon your life. That the version of you now that men are seen by the power in the name of Jesus after this service is over men will look at you and they will not recognize you anymore ah men will look at you they will not recognize you anymore because of god's power upon your life in the name of jesus and i declare upon you somebody that this year starting from this week you shall be fruitful Oh, you shall be fruitful. You will go back to your office. Some of you, you will go back to your office. You will go back to your place of work. You will go back to your place of skills and talent. All of a sudden, you begin to see witty's idea, witty invention, what to do, the capacity, the ability, the, 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 the competence, the competencies and everything. They will begin to come together for you in the name of Jesus. Psalm chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. Psalm 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. Kabratosh malehi garatos palata. Someone, the Bible says him, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. He said, Nor standeth in the ways of sinners, nor seated in the seat of scornful. He said, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Now, this is where my anchor scripture is, verse 3. He now says, He says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So, which means uh, you are a tree that is planted by the rivers. If you notice, if your Bible is holy like my Bible, it, your rivers there has S. Which means you have, no, you have no supply of water. Whether in winter there is a drainage somewhere that is bringing water to you. Whether in summer and there is a wilderness, there is somebody, which means there is no supply of water. Which means you are not supposed to be, your, your, your tree that is planted is not supposed to be operating only just based on when it is rainy season. Even in dry season, you are supposed to produce. Because why? You are a fruitful vine. Even in dry season. It says, for you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He now says also, that bringeth forth fruit in his season. He now says, his leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now let's look at verse 3 properly. Three things that happens to men. When they begin to capture this very particular fruitfulness we're talking about. Number one, this is what happened. It says that number one, they bring forth fruit in his season. Now, when we talk about this very particular season here, which means from the standpoint of the scripture, you are supposed to be able to produce at every point in time, regardless of the outcome or regardless of the circumstances around you. It says they bring forth fruit in the season because why? Your waters that is flowing to your life is not a water that is totally dependent by the South African Water Regulation Service. I don't know if that's right, but the water and sanitation people, you know those water people. It's not done by that because why? It says you are already saturated by the rivers of water. That is where you are planted. So when we talk about bringing forth fruit in his season, what does it mean? It means that at any time you are called upon, you can produce fruit at any time 
You are called upon. You can produce fruit. Which means, the only example that is coming on my head now, Holy Spirit help me, is the example of Joseph. And this is where sometimes, I pray somebody get this very particular message this morning. And this is where sometimes when I see people who are working at a particular job that they don't like, and they then complain that that's the reason why I am not producing, or I'm, for lack of a better word, now that we're using the word fruitfulness, that I'm not being fruitful is because I don't like the job. No. If you know you are fruitful, the Bible says, and ye shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which means that is a source that you flow from, that even you don't like that very particular job, you can still bring forth fruit in that very particular season. <laughs> I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying now. You don't like the job. The job is not paying you well, but as long as you are put in that very particular position, you can still produce fruit. You can still bring in your competence. You can still bring in your creative ability. You can still bring it because why? It is not totally dependent on the nature of the job. It's totally dependent on you who is the fruitful person. So based on this understanding, your ability for you to show up even in the job that you don't like and yet still produce fruit and still produce fruit because why? That's your nature. Your nature is fruitfulness. Your nature is fruitfulness. Your nature is fruitfulness. I'm saying it because I wanted to seek on your inside so that when you get to your job tomorrow and you don't like that job, you can still look from the standpoint of your nature and still be fruitful. Which means when your job gives you that accounting business, that accounting job to do, and you don't like accounting, you like, for lack of a better word, PR, and you are targeting the PR side, the ability for you to do the accounting so well to the point that your doctor, your, your boss is shocked. Uh -uh. But I thought, because they know, but I thought you can't do accounting. Then you tell your boss, now I've discovered that my fruitfulness is not dependent on the job or my passion. It's dependent on my nature because I'm fruitful. I'm fruitful. I remember yesterday, my wife and I, <laughs> yeah, I just love my wife, sweet. You know I love you so much. You know you're the best enough to slice bread for me. I just need to just say that. I just need to twang that part. You're the best enough to slice bread. And so yesterday we were talking, and uh, I won't say the details of what we we're talking because it's not, it's not a nice thing. Yes, your pastor, she's my friend. What do you mean? We'll talk everything, everything. So we're talking, and, and, and I was just making her to understand about <laughs> some certain creative instinct that God has blessed me with because from the nature of understanding, I'm a fruitful person. And we were now talking about a particular business I wanted to do years back. <laughs> and I'm saying it, I'm laughing because <laughs> it's a funny business. I'm going, I ain't going to say it. It's okay. I ain't going to say it. It's okay. <laughs> but this is the thing here. <laughs> A particular person who receives of that idea of the business can go with it. I was saying to my wife, I said, <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? I said to her, I said, if I'm not a pastor, maybe I would have done it. <laughs> because there's no guilt that will me. I'll be like, I didn't know this God, so it's okay. Life moves on. <laughs> or probably I don't have a light of this God, so life moves on. But what is it? The ability for me to think to that extreme on how to protect our females and how to protect our males. I almost wanted to say it. It's okay, I'll just pause it there because I, I'm beginning to now, my head is beginning to go far to begin to talk. But as much as from my standpoint of the nature of Christ in me now, that business is just an idea that I will never do. I will never even say it to anybody. I will just leave it between me and my wife and it dies there. But what am I trying to say? Despite the fact that the season that that idea came was a season where I could notice that What's it called? Women have been mutilated. Women have been abused. Women have been stuffed. I could be fruitful in that place to the point that I think of that very particular thing. And I even thought of it to the point that the equivalent material, because I think I said it uh, last week I mean, on, on Thursday, and I even posted it um, on, on, at yes, on yesterday, Saturday. I even said if, uh, shared a 15-minute stuff where 
when you think about a product long enough, because you're a fruitful person, you can think. When you think about a product long enough, you will create the necessary material needed for that very particular production. You will. But it's just a matter of you just been thinking. For you to now accept that I'm fruitful in my thinking. So let me begin to think. I thought of that thing long enough to the point that I went to engage a police guy. That, okay, this thing I want to do, this is how it is. To call long social, the police guy agreed. I went to contact the IT guys. Ah! I was close to paying them the money. I'm like, ah, something in me was not just said to wear. You see, this the ability for us to live this life, we'll be living nice like this. <laughs> but somewhere in my mind, I know if I do this, I'll make money. If money was my driving factor, I would have done that very particular thing. But in my mind, I looked at it. Ah! At the end of it all, when I go to everyone, God will look at me and say, oh boy, my son, do you see the problem you created? Like out of you, you ever gave back to Ishmael. What's your problem? Like you yourself, you were both Isaac and Ishmael. Only because you can't be that. Whereby you produce a product of yourself that is now destroying people and now you can't undo that very particular thing. Because why? Your mouth has said something in the company that is causing pain, but yet you are still part of the company and you are regretting if I know I wouldn't have said that because now that's Ishmael that you just... So you can be Ishmael and still become Isaac. You alone, you can be Ishmael and you can give back to Ishmael and give back to Isaac. You alone, by just your word or your action you take. But thank God I stopped that thing. What am I trying to say? Resort Joseph. Joseph was captured. Remember the guy was a dreamer. That was his job. Because remember, I'm still talking about the point one here on, on, on Psalm 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. It says that you shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. The first thing you shall do is the fact that you begin to bring forth fruit in your seasons. Which means wherever, the, wherever you show up, whether you like the job, don't like the job, you still produce fruit. We saw Joseph. Joseph was taken straight from the pit, boom, to Potiphar's house. The guy had no knowledge. I don't think that between the road of when they put him, when his brother sold him to, to those guys and those guys sold him, I don't think he went to school to go and study management. But because of his understanding that I'm fruitful, he was able to manage Potiphar's house so well to the point that Potiphar gave him everything in his house except of his woman. Being fruitful. And guess what? That job was not his passion. Because his passion is to interpret dreams. That was his passion. Let's be honest, because that was what we saw about him. He's a dream interpreter. That's all we know about Joseph. But his passion was not a manager of a house, but yet his ability for him to capture the fruitful nature of him, even though that job was not his favorite job, he still performed on the job. So there is no excuse for you to go to the office tomorrow and say, no, I don't like this. Just I am not showing to the office on Monday. There is something that is coming that we, by God's grace we are doing on Mondays. I will see how you sleep on Monday for too long. Because I've seen that happen in this country. But you see people tell you on Monday, I'm babalas. I don't know how you get that part too. You, you've already removed Monday. You already have five days for you to work. You remove Monday, left four. And you think you will catch up on Tuesday. Ah, you are joking. You are, you are seriously joking. Seriously joking. Serious. But let's see with Joseph. Joseph was able to produce on the job. And guess what? Do you notice that Joseph was also taken from Potiphar's house and was taken straight to, um, what you call, to the king's prison. And yet, even there, he was still producing. Because why? He's a fruitful guy. He's a fruitful guy. Now, the Bible says, number one, that you bring forth fruit in your season. I'm saying this because I don't care what season you are now in your life. There is a fruit you can produce out of it. Because I'm here for me to tell you the you on the inside of you. The one that you accept that Jesus sent me to come and tell you this message. So that you can know that just because you are not being employed at the job that you want to be employed right now. Does not mean that you can't pull off your fruitful season. This season even though it's not working too well for you. What does it also mean to be fruitful in your season? To be fruitful in this very particular season means like Joseph. When people will come with their problems. 
and come and meet you and yet you can still be able to give them solution to it because why you've captured of the light that you are fruitful the bible says and god bless them part of the blessing number one is be fruitful and we now begin to see how that fruitful nature begin to kick in the life of joseph do you see remember how he was interpreting the the dreams of the butlers and the other guy the two of them who one of them was killed and stuff but yet he was in a prison he was still being fruitful when the place you will know that you've attained to the level of fruitfulness is when everything when i mean level i'm talking about the full level because some of us this morning we are just capturing this truth now but for you to operate into the full level of fruitfulness you now begin to see yourself that everything that people brings to you for strange reason you just have the wisdom for you to give them an idea about it yeah it's part of being fruitful it's part of being fruitful we have if people are saying that ish if kanisa is here it will make sense and yet kanisa is not working in accounting but just because they know that kanisa is a fruitful person and kanisa showed up at that department of accounting all of a sudden just ask kanisa you see there is this very particular thing kanisa just come up with one for lack of better word one lousy idea boom it just happen because why she's fruitful the same thing also applies to you just because you are not doing what you like does not mean that you can't be fruitful in that very particular place and i'll show you a story um, of, of this very particular the, 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 the one where i think they, they call them the the story the parable of the talent number one i says that you bring four foot in your season number two what then happened because i need to quickly finish this point and get into my next point number two what then happened you know your leave shall not wither which means the more you begin to produce fruit your leaves shall not wither which means dryness cannot be your portion anymore because why you have captured the reality of being fruitful do you notice that we are just still on Psalm 1 verse 3? And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in a season, which means anywhere you find yourself, you can produce. Whether you like the job, you don't like the job, whether whatever stuff, you can still produce and produce at a premium. Then number two, he says his leaves shall not wither, which means dryness shall not be your portion because why? You are, you are a person that keeps bringing fruit. When everywhere you go, you just keep bringing fruit. You are fresh every time. The more fruit you do. You see when you talk about this drainage of your portion. It's like, it's like this very particular. It's a story of this very particular guy that I know. I don't want to mention his name now. When we are both working in a particular company then. And that was the early days when I was working. When I came into South Africa. I think about 10 years ago. 11 years ago. 11. 11 years ago. Yeah. 11 years ago because it was 2010. That was FIFA World Cup. I came in 2019. 29. I came in 2009. Yeah. 2010 FIFA World Cup. So we're working at this very particular production company. Now this is what happened. Because of my understanding of just being fruitful and whatever you put me and cope, because I came in as a media guy, but now I was now put on a place whereby I have to be compiling stuff. I have to be compiling content and all those things. And my mind, I'm like, but that's not my thing. But I wasn't worried because I have a job and I have to do it well because that's what a fruitful person would think. As we're busy doing this thing, I keep popping into this very particular guy's office and I'm like, guy, why don't you just do this thing, do it well? And we will talk of ideas that he can implement in that very capital company, which is both of us are working there. Now, based on his own limitations of what fruitfulness is, he, he refuses to come up with ideas. And I don't want to be like, you know, guys call it in pimpy. I don't want to be like a snitch where I keep saying, no, but this guy has an idea and stuff. So I kept quiet because he's my friend. I need to protect him. But any time that I have idea, even in my compiling department that I was, that I don't like that very particular place. Honestly, I really don't like the place. I have to be very honest. I don't like the place, but I perform well. I perform well to the point that they now move me from that compiling department based on how they see me compile the thing very well. They now move me into the editorial department of the media company. But guess what? While I was doing my compiling stuff, I keep coming up with ideas on how to make sure that if they want to come and find anything in that compiling department, it is very easy. 
I keep, I, when an idea comes, I go, I keep talking. One day, this guy looked at me and said, Guy, these people are not paying you well. They're not doing, and yet you keep coming up with the idea. What's your problem? Keep this idea for your own business. And this is my statement to him. I said, Because I know the source, that my source is endless, I will keep giving ideas. Because the more I give, the more God trusts me with more in my head. Guess what? When the company went into, for lack of a better word, recession, we were all fired. I was part of it. Before. I've been fired before. So don't think that this one you say you were fired, you think you're the only one. Even your pastor have been fired before. So we're all fired. And when we're fired, guess what? In less than three weeks, I was able to come up with an idea that made me to partner with that company again. Because why? My fruitful nature. And when I went there, it was easy for the company to accept my consulting package with them because now I'm not being employed again. And guess what? Based on how they see my creativity, because what the Bible says, it says his leaves shall not wither. There is no way that I have been watering people's life and bringing forth fruit in the season. Whether you put me on the place and yet my leaves wither, it is not possible as far as God's system is concerned. So which means what I'm trying to say to somebody to end the story with this very particular young man. Guess what? By the time it gets to three months, Nothing good was out of this guy's life. He was on the street. He was chased out of uh, what's called after the house. He was writing and co. And I saw him and I said to him, I said, see, there are some certain things you were not being faithful in that man's business. There is no way God will commit your own business to you because why? You knew what to do there, but you refused to do it because in your mind you are telling yourself, no, this idea is my idea. I said, do you notice now that it is your idea? The company did not benefit from the idea. You, you don't even, you can't even do the idea because why? It's too big than you. Maybe if you are giving that company that very particular idea, the company would have looked at you that by the time they are retrenching people and keep you, because why? You have given them something of value. Because remember that being fruitful is also mean ability for you to bring value on the table. And guess what? As I'm talking to you now, he's back to Nigeria. Last time I saw him, he was doing, uh, what's it called? A conductor business. I'm not saying that it's not a good business. I'm just saying, from the standpoint of your leave shall not wither. Your leave shall not wither. Then the point number three now says, it says anything that he touches will prosper. Because why? You have come to the understanding of the fullness of the fruitfulness in you. Where you carry, you now know, you go into any place and you begin to produce at a premium. You begin to produce at a premium. You begin to produce at a premium. Second person also we can give us an example before I get to my few points. His name is called Jacob. We notice with Jacob, when Jacob left in the book of Genesis chapter 30 from verse um, 25 to 30, we saw that Jacob, Jacob at that moment, Jacob has left his, um, I think from verse, yeah, from verse 30, he's left his father's house. Um, what's it called? Yeah, his father's house, Isaac, and he went to meet Laban. But guess what? When Jacob was there working with Laban, he was so faithful to the point that he understands his fruitful nature because I'm going to be giving you what a fruitful person. Part of the things that you can see in a fruitful person, number one is the fact that they are very honest. They don't cut corners. They try as much as possible for them to be at peace with everybody. And I'll show you from the scripture. So that when you go, because this fruitful thing, like I said to you, there is one thing about the personality side and there is a second thing about the production side. If your personality side is not in view, if you know how to cut corners, I bet you you will get your own business and somebody will cut corners also with you. Because what you sow, you will wear. That's how me I put it. You know, no Bible say what you sow, you reap. Me I say what you sow, you wear. Because sometimes you can sow some certain things and you look at it. Oh boy, I'm not reaping this one. You find a way of praying and you dodge it. But this one, what you sow, you will wear the cloth like that. Now we now see with Joseph, with 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 with, with um, what's it called? Bromi's name, Jacob. Yeah, thank you. We now see with Jacob. The Bible says that despite the fact that Laban was short selling this guy's career, 
Laban will say, I'll give you this. In fact, we even saw it from the beginning where Jacob wanted to marry um, what you call Rachel. All of a sudden, the guy played the Magomago. Mago. Nigeria called it Magomago. Uh, he played the 419 on the guy. I want, I'm, I'm doing seven years of service for me to marry Rachel. You now give me Leah. If you notice, he wasn't bitter, which is part of being fruitfulness, his ability for you to deal with bitterness. He wasn't bitter. He said, okay, fine, I'm going to do another seven years again for Rachel. He did that. Now it gets time for him to now begin to get reward from his labor. The, the guy keeps shortchanging him, but guess what? If it's some of you and I, you know, we call ourselves being smart because we know that we are smart guys. As the more the guy is shortchanging our service, that's the more we are either selling the guy cows or selling these animals. I'm like, what nonsense is this? Now I'm walking. This guy is chopping. You know how that statement about the walk with the chop? What nonsense is that now? We must walk and chop together. That's why it's called walk chop. Is it walk chop? Walk shop. No, that's just my definition. You know your pastors is like that. I tell people, I say, where you walk, that's where you chop. That's why it's called walk shop. Because you walk there, you shop. You have to shop from where you are walking from. So it's walk shop. So as you walk there, shop. Uh -huh. So if like, you can't shop in the walk, then something is wrong. So it's called walk shop. So when they call it like that, that's just me. Now, guess what? Now, let's look at Genesis chapter 31, because I want us to show you something this morning. Genesis chapter 31, from verse 20, from verse 38 to 43. Genesis 31. Ma brotos palata. Genesis chapter 31. From verse 38 to 43. The Bible says now concerning um, what you call Jacob. Because I want to show you how Jacob, based on his fruitful nature, he was able to, 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 to come up with ideas that, that helped him. If you want that idea, you can find it in Genesis chapter 30, 25 to 30. He came up with an idea, and all of a sudden, he was, he was, he, he was for, for example, he was able to have a lot of harvest. But now, this is what fruitful thing can do to the point that you can't dry. We see it here in Genesis chapter 31, verse 38 to 43. The Bible says that at this very particular point, um, what's it called? Pa, 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 I'm trying to see where the thing is. Okay, yeah. At this very particular point, Laban is now chasing Jacob because Jacob has left the home with his wife and every of the animals and everything that God has blessed him with. Now, the Bible now says in verse 38, it says, these 20 years I have been with you. Now, this is Jacob telling Laban. He says, you, you are ways and your female goat have not miscarried their young. Do you see? Excellent. They've not miscarried their which is he knows how to make the animal produce. So well, he says, I have not if I have not eaten the ram of your flock, which means I did not carry something from the company and hide it. You know how sometimes you'll be like, Oh boy, my boss will not know if this very particular this thing is 12. Let me just carry two carton. My boss will not know after they don't go there. Jacob did not do that. Now, do you see, sometimes when you see people produce some certain results, check what they are doing. Just check. Don't be quick to just conclude that you are lucky. Uh -uh, check. Somebody will look at Jacob and say, no, Jacob just found favor. But the thing that produced the favor for him, that enhances that favor, was the fact that he was not a chopping corner guy. If he wants to chop, he chop with his master. He doesn't chop at the corner. So let me just take two carton. The Bible says here, he says, I have not eaten of the ram of your flock. He says, that which was torn by the beast, I did not even bring to you. Because as it was torn by the beast from my own that I have, from the salary that you pay me, I take off my beast and I bring for you too also. Because I don't want you to... Jacob, I mean, Jacob was so fruitful to the point that even when Laban lost his cows or lost any of his animal, he would take from his own because I'm still under this man. My nature of being fruitful says that this man must increase. 
Does it now make sense in Genesis chapter in Genesis chapter 30 that this very particular labor now says, he said, for I know that because of you, I have increased in this thing. Now, these are the secret that this guy is telling us now. Because why? Just because I hate you does not mean that I'm going to make you fail. I may not like what you do, but as long as I'm employed here, I will put all the integrity to make sure that you advance because I know that tomorrow my Redeemer liveth and he's never going to allow my, what's called, my leave to wither. He will not allow my leave to wither. So that after I give you all of my service, whatsoever I do shall prosper. Now let's continue. The Bible says that, it now says there, it says, I bear the lost. He says, you require it from my hand. He says, whether stolen by day or by night. He says, there I was in the day, in the drought consumed me. He said, and the frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eyes. Indirectly, the guy was awake to make sure that this boss keep producing. How many of you will look and you know that your boss is not intelligent? In fact, you know that your boss is a privilege. It's a model C privilege kind of person. You know that this one is just privilege. But yet, with your intellect, you are the one sustaining the company and yet you are you are so matured as being fruitful, you never allow that boss to fail. You never. People are looking at you, ah, ah, ma'am, Angela, you cannot be working in this very particular, and this guy is an idiot. Find a way. You knew too well. See, the kingdom system I'm operating, it pays. There is a God that is called the God of reward. He sees, he will reward me. And you are still there, looking at that, what you call, for lack of a better, that chief director, and you be the director, you know that this chief director is messing up, but yet you still keep producing. That was what Jacob was doing here. The Bible says that he could not sleep. Verse 41. It says, Thus I have been in your house for 20 years. I served you 14 years for your two daughters and six years for your flock. And you've changed my wages how many times? 10 times. Imagine your boss telling you, I'm going to pay your salary for, for 5,000 rand. He comes back the following day and says, No, it's 2,000 rand. And you're still faithful. You are still fruitful. You still produce at a 5,000 round salary even though your salary has been cut at 2,000. Some of us, when your salary gets cut from the 50,000 to 30,000, you begin to produce at 30,000 levels. Like, guy, let me just produce here. Is that the reason why we've not seen you now moving forward in your life? Because why? The fruitful part of you that still must supposed to produce at the prim, still must supposed to produce at excellence, it's not there anymore. He says here also, he says, unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that I fear, he says, he has been with me. Surely now you would not send me away empty-handed. He says, God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hand and rebuke you last night so that you don't. Because why? When God sees that you are fruitful, remember that this Bible that we read, hidden in it is mystery. Jacob served so well to the point that when Laban wanted to come and attack him, God wake up and deny that if you dare touch Jacob, I swear, this is God saying by himself, I swear by myself, I'll kill you. And Laban withhold his anger. Because why? You can't touch a man who is fruitful. You can't touch a man who knows their understanding and they give you premium. You can't touch a man who does not cut corners. You, can't, you may be able to attack him. Watch out. The Bible says the truth cannot be oppressed. The truth cannot. He said the truth you know who set you free. So, which means when the truth is in view, when you stand in honesty, integrity, ability for you to produce excellence, competent, discipline, there is no way that you will not be able to come out victorious. We now see that very particular life with the life of Jacob. And Jacob lived a bountiful life. The Bible says with Jacob that by the time Jacob left Laban's house, literally almost everything that Laban had was transferred to Jacob. Why? He was a fruitful guy. My question to you as we begin to look at our viewpoint this morning, are you going to be a fruitful person? 
We are just going to sit there and just chill and say, no, ah, the company is not paying me well, or probably this very particular thing. Ah, why will I give my idea to this person? See, me, your pastor, if you and I meet, because some of you, I'll be calling you very soon. If you share your ideas with me, I will give you my own ideas and to see how you produce well, because why? I just want you to move forward. And when you move forward, you see, this is, I have this very particular philosophy in my life, and maybe for somebody it may benefit you. This is what I do. When people come to me to ask for favor, and it has helped me thus far, it is my revelation, you can capture that revelation, see, it's available for everybody. When you come to me and you ask me for favor, if I have the capacity of me doing it, I'll do it for you speedily. If I don't have the capacity of doing it, I'll recommend somebody because I want to make sure that at every level, anybody that comes to my life, there is an atom of fruitfulness you must take out of me, which means the ability for me to be liberal. The Bible said the liberal soul shall be made fat. So I want to be fat. So the only way for me to be able to attain that fatness in life, I have to be liberal. And so based on that, I will do everything within my power. Do you know why I do that? This is me now. I do that because if you think that you don't want to help that person simply because of your biases and your prejudice, just because of your, your, your for lack of a better word, your racism mentality or your xenophobic tendencies, if you say you don't want to help that person, I bet you the person will find favor somewhere. And tomorrow when that person finds favor somewhere with another person, the opportunity of you being a story in the life of that person, it cannot be in view anymore. Because see, where you think you know, somebody knows past you, let me say like Nigeria, where you think you know, somebody know pass you there. So if somebody come here and ask me, Darlington, um, please can you introduce me to Kanyisa? Or probably Darlington, can I meet Kanyisa and stuff and go? I'll tell you, okay, I'm coming, let me call Kanyisa. I'll call Kanyisa. Kanyisa, this very particular person wants to see you. Do you want to meet the person? Yes or no? I mean, Kanisa said no. Of course, I respect Kanisa. Okay, Kanisa said no. She doesn't want to meet you, uncle. So I don't know what's your problem with Kanisa. So go and find it or sorting out. Because why? I have at least from that very standpoint given you the liberal part of me or the kindness on my inside to say no. I want to see you move forward. So if you now have an opportunity for you to help person, and you are now saying that no, I don't want to help this person because if I help them, they will go ahead of me. Who are you competing with, by the way? I don't understand who. Your competition is yourself. Who? You have to improve better than you were yesterday. That's just your competition. So your competition is you. So if you are looking at the next person by the side, that's why for me, I like, I like a car. I like cars. I'll tell you one funny reason I like car. I like car because the, view, the, the big mirror is in front of you, Boza. Very wide. And that mirror, you can look at that mirror and get to your destination without no problem. Do you notice that the remaining three mirrors they put at that very particular car, join that three mirror together, cannot be very, cannot be big as the main windscreen. Because why? Your eyes should be focused on the big picture in front of you. Why are you bothered looking at the rear view and you are wondering why you're having an accident? You will have accident. You can't look at the rear view mirror by this side and trying to get your destination in full. You will crash and burn. So why must I look at the rear view? For me, anybody who comes to ask me that, this is a rear view. It's okay. My competition is to be better than I was yesterday. If I was $5,000 yesterday, this year must be $10,000. That's my competition. I'm not looking at you what you like. Go Because why? My understanding of my fruitfulness is what determines the pace in which I go in life. It is not based on the fact that I help this person, this person is now ahead of me. No! You're helping that very particular person on your fruitful nature because the person has a more light than you. So your information you give to them, help them to move forward. And watch God bring somebody that will also help you for you to move forward. It's life. That's why every one of us, we are interdependent on each other. That's why when I hear that thing, no, we are a free country. That's how our country is independent. We don't need any very particular person to come into our country. You are joking. Let me say it like in Nigeria. You don't understand. You're a joke. You're a joke. No country on planet Earth ever survived by its own people. 
It's always dependent on one country supporting something or another. The same thing also applies to man. You can never be able to attain to anything in life if you want to be only dependent on yourself. Forget it. You need the help of others. And if you want to obtain favor from others, be ready to give out favor because that's how you get this very particular thing done. He says, give, it shall be given unto you. Give favor and receive favor. If you give no favor, then expect no favor. The Bible says the hand that gives is always on top. You want to be on top? Always be, give, always be liberal. Always give more. Your company you are working, find a way of improving that very particular company. Even when they pay you 2,222 rand, 50 cents. And you know you qualify for 10,532 rand. But yet you still give at the premium level of 10,000 rand salary. Because why? The liberal soul shall be made fat. You are a fruitful person. Stop behaving as if you are not one. I came to challenge you this morning. You are fruitful. Stop behaving as if you are not one. When you get back to your office tomorrow, tell your company, I'm sorry for me not giving you the fruitful possibility that I have on my inside. Watch me now for this very particular month. Show you my fruitful nature and you begin to produce at a premium rate. The story that I remember very well, just because of my time, I'll ask you to write it down. The story of, um, what's it called? The, um, the, the 10, what's it called? The story of the talent, the talent. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. Matthew 25, 14 to 30. It's the story of the talent. I mean, the parable of the talent. It was a story by the Bible says this man was traveling to a far country. As he was traveling to that very particular far country, he says, he called these three guys. You all know the story. He called the three guys and gave these three guys talent. I mean, gave these three guys, I use the word for now. Let's, let's, let's bring it down to our generation so that we understand it. He gave these guys money. He gave one of them $5 million. He gave the other one $2 million. And he gave the last guy $1 million. Now, guess what? The Bible says he gave them according to their ability. So, which means this guy was fair enough. He didn't say that, okay, fine, you, because your ability is small, and let me not even let me not bring you in the game. But at least I can see that with your ability of one talent, or your grace of one talent, or your fruitful nature of one talent, I can give you something. But at least all of you have been working for me. Let me give you something. And that's the same thing that applies with God's kingdom and the system. Because remember, it was a parable of the talent. Everybody on planet Earth has been given a measure of fruitfulness in their life. What you do with it is your return back to God as thank you. Every one of us, we've been given a measure of fruitfulness on the inside of us. Every one of us, what you do with that fruitfulness is your returns to God's investment and say, God, you gave me this thing. This is what I use it for this XYZ company I'm working for. This talent you gave me, this is what I use it for this church that you sent me to. This is what you gave me, this is what I do. And that's why for me, this is very particular. Beloved, my man, I so much appreciate you. My man, I've never met you. But you choose for you to be able to put the scripture and yet we've not met. And there is no way that God will look at that level of fruitfulness and not begin to send some kind of mysterious help. Like some of the testimony you're sharing because why? It's a mystery that you're doing. Now, now, now that I'm saying this, you now see why God is beginning to answer some certain things. Because why? Your fruitful nature will never make God make your life to run dry. It's impossible if you know how to engage it well. The Bible now says with this very particular three guys, it says to cut long story short, this man came back. And when he came back, the one that was given five talent traded with the five talent came back with more five. The one that was given two traded with his two came back with more two. But this idiot that was given one, you know, when people are feeling for me, I call them idiot. Then when you now become sensible, then I call you back blessed. Then this idiot came back, he brought that one, one talent back. And guess what? Let's look at what the scripture says concerning this very particular guy. The Bible now says in verse 24, it says, then he that received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew. Remember, I'm reading, because let me give you the text. I'm reading Matthew 25. I'm now in verse 24. It says, I knew that you are a man, you are a hard man. 
reaping where you had not sown. He says, and gathering where you had not amorticus trod. He says, and I was afraid, and I went to hid my talent in the earth. He says, Lo, dear had thou is that morning. He said, and the Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. There are some of you, the gift that God has given you, your fruitful blessing, your posture, you are not doing anything in your company. And God is saying to you this morning, Thou wicked and unfaithful servant. Thou wicked and slothful servant. Now, guess what? You know, when I read this story this morning, it, I was just angry with this guy. He says, I know that you like sowing from where you did not reap. But was it not my money I gave you? Because I did not ask you go and use your money to do my business. I gave you my money. I, I, I risk my intelligence to give you my money. At least if you know you don't want to trade with the fruitful nature on your inside, why don't you put it in the bank? Let the bank fruitful nature also produce my money for me. It was not his money, but yet he was insulting the person who gave him the money. Does that sound like some of us in the body of Christ? Where the job had been given to you as a, you prayed for the job. Now you are complaining about that very particular. Sir, this very particular. I said, boss, I know. I know you are paying me 10,000 rand and yet you are giving me five people portfolio. Sir, you, you want to repair, you did not so. This is your statement too. Say, if you don't do it, you are wicked and slow. I didn't say so. Your Bible said so. You all are reading it. God help us. When you look at this very particular story, there is something that is very interesting from here. It's the fact that these very particular guys, six things happens to them. Number one, they all have talent, which means they have money that was given to them according to their ability. Number two, they, were all, they all live in the same community. The same community. The same trading environment. They were all there. Guess what also? Number three, they were all faced with the same challenges. Same challenges. Which means if the economy is bad that year, they also face the economy bad year. If there's COVID, they face COVID. Everything they face it. Number four is the fact that they were given material according to their abilities. So which means if you know how to produce with one, this I gave you one also. So produce one and make it two. But guess what? Number three, they all traded. I mean, the number five point, they all also traded. But the six, the results and fruit separated them. The reason why you are not moving the way God wanted to move, my question to you is the fact that the result on your fruit is it matching according to what God says concerning you? Because you keep saying that I'm the fastest growing person on planet Earth, that my wisdom is the wisdom of God and stuff, but are you really currently now operating on that dimensions of wisdom in the work where you are currently, or you are reserving the wisdom for your own business? Let me disappoint you. If you don't use that talent now for what you are doing, now, I'm talking about now. Maybe you have an idea that moves that company forward and you don't use it. There are some of you, if you don't use it, I bet you, you will never be able to get into your own space. Never. Never. Oh, the churches I serve, I'm still, I'm still in connections, I'm still in con contact with them. They will tell you point blank. Before I started Platform Church, I served. That's why for me, I think I posted it on my Facebook, I think a few hours ago before the service. I said, he that serve also will be served. It's a mystery that is only available for the matured people. You want to be served, serve person today. You want to be able to be recognized as Oga the top. Now, when there is an Oga at that top, also serve the Oga at the top. Serve the Oga such a way that when you also get there, they can also serve you that same way. I remember the woman I was serving before we started Platform Church. I served so well to the point that I remember one time that I had no fuel in my car. I drove the car empty there. How God put fuel to come back, I drove it back empty. Because why? I must serve that woman at a level of the fruitfulness that was on my inside. That's why I'm not shocked. Because I can't sow blessing and reap cause. It's not possible. It's not. If I sow blessing, I sow help, sow favor, 
so fruitfulness and i'm reaping something different i will go back and pray and challenge it god i did not put i didn't show this favor why am i repeating this favor and watch god turn the hand of time and say that's not me the enemy has done that some of you want to reap favor but yet you've never you've never shown favor how do you think you'll get that some of you want to reap financial abundance, but yet you've never sold any abundance of finances to anybody's life. In fact, you've never sold finances abundance to your ministry. You've never helped anybody in your society. You've never helped anybody in the community. You've never given anything to the poor, and you are still shouting, God, favor me. God is looking at you, my friend. Favor one person first. Go and look for somebody and favor. You want to experience the same grace that is upon your pastor's life? Look for him and favor him. Because if you cannot favor him, forget. Nobody also favor you. This life is a life of seed, time, and harvest shall not cease. Seed and harvest. Whatever seed you sow, you will harvest it. Like I say, whatever seed you sow, you wear it when it arrives. They were all having something, but yet nothing to pull forth from it. As I begin to bring my thought to a close, this very particular moment. Ah, Pakosh Palata, I have a lot of cover. I'm trying as much as possible for me to see how to really bring these ones down. Father, help me. Okay, let me jump to the four main places you must show fruitfulness in your life. The four main places. Four. There are four main places you will show fruitfulness in your life because my time is fast running and I need to be able to get it well. The four main places you will show fruitfulness in your life. Number one, you must show fruitfulness in your life as a person. As a person. Number one, you must be fruitful. As a person, and when I'm talking about that very particular thing, I'm talking about your ability. The book of, for you to understand, give me Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. And also you need to write down 1 Peter chapter 5, I mean 1 Peter chapter 1, 5 to 10. Galatians 5, 22, 23. 1 Peter 1, 5, 10. Galatians 5, 22, 23. First Peter 1, 5 and 10. 5 to 10, sorry. Now let's look at this. Let's look at this. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. The Bible says here, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. It says, Against such, there is no law. So, which means you as a person, you must be able to exhibit this very particular fruitfulness we're talking about. The ability for you to show love. The ability for you to be joyful. The ability for you to be peaceful. The ability for you to, to suffer. When I mean to suffer long, which means you bear people. Because people will annoy you. We live in a days where people will annoy you. Yo, they will annoy you to the point that the annoyance of you will now begin to get angry. They will, be anno Yo, they will annoy you. They will annoy you. The Bible says here, it says, but the fruit of the spirit. Which means if you imbibe that nature on your inside, you're supposed to be able to display love. Display joy. Display peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. The ability for you to come up with this very particular... Now, this is an investment that you must be able to begin to pull out from your life. To pull out from your life. First Peter chapter 1, First Peter chapter 1, verse 5 and 10. 5 to 10, sorry. First Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 10. I want to read down quickly. It says, for this very reason, adding to your virtue, it says, adding to your diligence, it says... Uh, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop i'm reading from the amplified version he now says to develop virtues what is virtue there excellent resolution christian energy he says in exercising virtue he said develop knowledge what's the knowledge intelligence now when the bible is saying develop it 
it is making us to understand that it is already on your inside then begin to develop it you want to obtain favor develop that place of intelligence on how to handle people intelligence on how to do your business intelligence because if the thing is not there it won't tell you develop it if you notice the bible didn't say create it he said develop because create means it's not existing so create something out of it but now develop means that the thing is already there or this cup is here now i need to develop this cup to now look like the next level i want to go into it says develop knowledge and in exercising knowledge it said develop self-control the ability for you to have self-control. In exercising self-control, it said develop steadfastness, which is the place of endurance, the place of patience. He now says in developing that steadfastness, it's also developed godliness, which means Christ's character, which means piety, the ability for you to be Christ-like in, in, in thoughts, in actions, in patterns, in dealings, ability, fruitfulness. He now says also in exercising that very particular um, what's called godliness, he says also develop brotherly affection. The ability for you to just show kindness. He says also after then also develop Christian love. Now let's look at what verse 8 says. No, no verse 8 for me is a blessing. Verse 8 and 9. He says for this quality are yours. He says for as this quality are yours and increasing, abounding in you, he says they will keep you from being idle and what? Unfruitful. He said they will keep you from being idle and unfruitful. So which means as long as all these virtues are on your inside, it will definitely make you fruitful. And as you become fruitful, you begin to find favor. As you become fruitful, you begin to multiply on every side. As you become fruitful, you begin to subdue. As you become fruitful, you begin to dominate. Because why? it all starts from fruitfulness. If fruitfulness is not in view, forget ever thinking of getting favor. Forget it. You must be fruitful. Number one we're dealing this morning is your personal fruitfulness. You must be able to invest in your personal fruitfulness. You must be able to invest in your personal fruitfulness as a person. Then point number two. Four main places. Remember we're talking about four main places. You must show fruitfulness. Show fruitfulness in, a person, in your person. You must show fruitfulness in your person. The ability also for you to be able to mature in things and the dealings of God. Oh yes. Yes. See, when we see you today, by the time we see you next month, grow. Grow. You can't, you can't, I will, I will get to that place later on, but you cannot be constantly receiving milk. There are some certain teachings, sometimes me and my wife, we sit down, I just, thank God that God gave me my first member, which is my wife. We sit and we just talk a lot of things and go, and sometimes she's like, no, but babe, why don't you say it? And so I say, see, mm. <sighs> I did be the church door is open. I would have selected the ones who are mature and say, okay, fine. If you want us to crack bone, Let's, let's, let's meet on a Tuesday by 5 p.m. We'll just come and just crack bones together. Now, guess what? It is in the cracking of the bone. That is when you enjoy the marrow inside the bone. Do you know that inside that bone there is a marrow? My wife likes bone marrow. I don't know why. But for me, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't know. Because <laughs> my mind, after I finish that bone, just, just ignore it. My wife will crack this thing. And one day she made me test the marrow. I won't lie, the marrow is sweet. But the energy to crack that bone, oh boy, I can crack the bone in the scripture, not bone, not, not this hard bone. What's, what's, what's my issue? But why am I saying this? You need to be fruitful as a person. You must grow. Point number two, what must you do? You must, the fact that, remember I said four main places that you must show fruitfulness. Number two, you must show fruitfulness on people around you. People around you must be able to enjoy your fruitfulness. 
They must be able. We saw that with the life of Joseph. When Joseph was working with the life, when Joseph was working with Potiphar. Joseph made sure that this very particular man grows. Every opportunity for him to be honest, disciplined, taking care of his product and stuff, he was doing that in excellent. He was doing it. He wasn't cutting corners. And he made sure that everyone that comes around this place, he was helping. When he find himself in the prison, when those two guys were sitting down confused and buffeted and stuff, because Joseph carried the fruitfulness of being blossom. He just liked people to be happy. He went to meet them. Guys, what's your problem now? What did you do now? That's how we say it in Nigeria. What did you do now? Oh, what is wrong with you guys? And they tell him, oh boy, we dream. Oh, so what did happen now? Did you notice that Joseph now asked them, oh boy, give me money first? Because sometimes it's not about money. Sometimes it's about relationship. There are some certain relationship that you will keep that in the years to come, they will keep giving you a billion dollars. And yet, when you started that relationship, there was no money. That's why for me, when I see people always want to get relationship for what they can get, oh boy, calm down, leave money, build relationship first. Build relationship. Because I bet you, that person that cannot give you money and you build a relationship with them, watch them tomorrow recommend you to the president. That was what actually took Joseph from the prison relationship. Which means you must be able to show fruitfulness indirectly all the definition of fruitfulness i gave you all the ability for you to show competency to people the ability for you to be liberal the ability for you to help people the ability for you to help the poor you must be able to do that if you want to if you want to enjoy favor and overflowing at the end of the year you must consider the place of people you must galatians chapter 6 verse 10 it says here it says as we have therefore opportunity galatians 6 10 galatians chapter 6 verse 10 it says, as we therefore have opportunity, it says, let us do unto all men. Guess what? Oh, Galatians 6, 10. My dear beloved, if you can put it on the screen, I would really appreciate it. But Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, therefore, it says, as we have opportunity, it says, let us do unto all men. He now gave you especially who? He said, especially unto them that are the household of faith which means especially your brethren in Christ, especially the same believers like you, the same believers. I'm not saying don't help the poor. I'm not saying don't help unbelievers. Obviously help them. But you have a believer who come and meet you and you says, no, the reason why I don't like helping church people because they are hypocrites. Oh boy, you are one. No? You are also one. If you can't help them out of that very particular hypocritical nature, tomorrow when they labor the church as being hypocrites, you are part of it now. I don't understand. That's why for me, when I see people of the church throw stone to the church, I wonder, I'm like, bruh, are you mad? Like, what's going on? Like, you are also in the church. You're also throwing stone at the church. No, this church issues is, calm down. If you don't understand, ask questions. There are a lot of men of God out there that are sound. Send them message. This very particular thing I don't understand. Let them give you clarity. And Bible says, in the multitude of counsel, a thing shall be established. In the multitude. So don't just stay with one. So if you don't understand why this person is preaching this way, find out. If you have the person's number, call them. If you don't have them, send them inbox. And if they don't want to explain to you, then don't go on your Facebook and start talking nonsense. Chill. It's like, it's like working in a company and looking for that company to fail. How will you get your salary? That's how what happens when you talk about your own church or when you talk about the body of Christ. It says there, thank you very much. It says there, it says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. He now puts a comma, especially to those who are of the household of faith. My question to you, that very particular sister or brother that you know that is a Christian born again child of God, when last have you taken an hamper? An hamper and just go there. And you're not just going there to go and gossip because you just want to go there and say, and you know, maybe they even have food. You just go there, I just, I just want to bless you with this today. That is your nature of being fruitful. You are being, you are regenerating yourself again. 
you know, remember the definition regenerating it's a nature of being fruitful it says especially to the household of faith which means before outsiders benefit has your house benefit before you begin to think about all these ones as the house of god is it is it is it benefiting from you if it's not maybe that's the reason why we're still struggling with favor. point number three quickly because of my time what is again you must be able to show fruitfulness into you must be able to show fruitfulness in the product of your hand when i mean the product of your hand i mean your talent your gift your ideas your passion your whatever you must be able to show fruitfulness in that the bible says in the book of you can write this first scripture down quickly write this first scripture it says in proverbs chapter 22 verse 29 proverbs 22 29 proverbs 18 16 proverbs 22 29 proverbs 18 16 deuteronomy chapter 28 11 and 12 deuteronomy chapter 28 11 and 12 and also deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 9 deuteronomy 30 verse 9 I'm going to read the one for Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. It says here, yeah, it says, See us down a man diligent in his business, which means the business of your hand. See a man diligent. Remember that diligent, remove that word diligent and put fruitful. See a man fruitful in the business of his hand. Because diligence also means fruitfulness. See a man diligent in the business of his hand. Do you know what it says? It says he will stand before kings and not just ordinary people. Now, now that we understand what fruitfulness is all about, when you find diligence, honesty, when you find something like competence, find something like the ability, integrity, now just remove that word and put fruitfulness, because fruitfulness covers a lot of things. So now imagine that you now say, sees a man fruitful in his business. Because the only way kings would now call for you is because you are so fruitful in terms of reproducing that business, and they hear of your business that you reproduce, and they call you for favor. Yes, that's how it's done in the kingdom. You must be able to produce your business such a way that when the president of this country, currently now President Cyril Ramaphosa, sees of that product, can he be able to call you? Or he will look at it and say, no, this is nonsense. Because fruitfulness also means excellence. It also means honesty. It also means intelligence. It also means ability to be creative, which I like so much. Creative, creative in packaging that very particular idea. He says, see us thou a man fruitful in the business. Remember, I'm changing the word diligent to become fruitful. See us thou a man diligent in his business. He say he will stand before kings and not mean men. Point number four, quickly. In fact, before we get to point number four, let me give you one scripture about the blessings of the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 28, um, verse 11 and 12. The Lord, the Bible says, Deuteronomy 20, 11 and 12. The Bible says, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods. And in the fruit of your body, and in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to give to your father. He says, the Lord will open his good treasure of heavens to give rain to your land in what? It's season. So which means, remember that the season here we're talking about is that at every point in time, as long as you now become fruitful, the Lord begins to give you rain. It begins to give you rain. When people are being fired in company, that moment you are starting your own company. He gives you rain because why? You are now fruitful in the dealings of God. He says, and the Lord will give you rain in its season and to bless the works of what? Your hand. That bless the works of your hand. 
You are an accountant in that company. That's the works of your hand. You are a cleaner in that company. That's the works of your hand. You are a whatever in that company. That's the works of your hand. Even though you are the manager of your own company, that's still the works of your hand. He says, and the Lord bless the works of your hand. He says, and you shall lend to many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. Do you say that you have to be fruitful? You have to be fruitful. The fruitful we're talking about this morning is an un, what you call is a total broad spectrum, but on a personal part first. You have to be fruitful. You want to get favor? Show favor. You want to be fruitful? Be fruitful. You have to be fruitful. Be. The Bible says be fruitful. Which means it's not saying that fruitfulness is going to come to you. You have to be fruitful. Be fruitful. It's like me seeing you, Mom Angela, and I says, what you call, be productive. Indirectly, I'm telling you, do something. That's what Jesus, God was saying in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. He says, be fruitful. Which means do something. Do. It's on your inside. Do it. Stop complaining and stop gambling. Stop complaining and stop wasting your life. Do something. He says, and when you now do it, he will now bless the works of your hand. Point number four, quickly. Remember point number one, we're talking about four things that you must show fruitfulness in number one to you as a person because you have to be you first. Number two, it has to be now be people around you. Number three, it has to be the product of your works of your hand. Whatever that thing is. And number four, to God. To God. To God. See, the reason why I put to God, because I know people would think, why, why didn't you put God first? If you don't want to accept God by yourself, God will still remain last in your life. When you accept God and you don't want to engage the things of God, he still also remains last in your life. So the reason why I put it God here is because when you prepare yourself, begin to invest in people, and you now begin to invest in the dealings of your hand, God then begin to show up for you because now you are now become the be fruitful part. The Bible says here, yeah, I mean, concerning this very particular to God, you have to now become fruitful. Remember the book we've read, the book of, um, what's it called? John chapter 15, verse 8. It makes us to understand that and my father is delighted. The glory comes to my father when you bear much fruit. How do you bear much fruit in this very particular place? In this place of to God, your maturity in the things of God is fruit to him. Your maturity in the things of God, where you know how to endure, you know how to grow in the word of God, you know how to pray, you know how to fast. They don't need to cajole you. Yes, the service is online. You still show up. You still, you still, you still practice kingdom principles that makes his kingdom advances and stuff. They don't need to remind you of your tithe, your offering, your whatever and stuff. You are just so mature, mature to the point that when, 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 when even your pastor is looking to do something, he the first person he thinks is you. Because you've grown to the place of maturity. Now let's look at the Bible this moment so that you get to see this place of maturity that we're talking about. It says here in the book of Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 to 14. Hebrews 5 12 to 14. I'm reading from the NIV. I'll be finishing very soon. Hebrews 5 12 to 14. It says here. It says in fact. It said though by this time you ought to be teachers. By this time. There are some of you you ought to be teachers by now. By now you ought to be teachers. As I'm even, for example, if I want to travel or maybe myself or my family want to travel and go, I should be able to call you and say, okay, my dear, because you have so matured in the things of God and call you and give you the login details and say, okay, fine, you are preaching this very particular Thursday. My dear, I look forward. Let me say it. See, I'm talking to you, you now. I'm looking forward for me to wake up one morning and tell you, I can't preach today. I just want to rest. Can you preach? And you, 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 are, you are so matured to the point that either I give you my notes or I don't give you my notes, you go there, you deliver at the level of the rested life mandate. 
He says, you ought to be teachers by now. You need, no, I mean, you, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God over and over again, which means you are still looking for, you know, be safe, serve God, you know, come to church. He, he says, you are not supposed to be here by now. If somebody has to still cajole you to come to church, cajole you to love God, cajole you, and they are trying to manipulate every way to get your attention, my dear, the Bible says, you are still a baby. You are still a baby. He says, you ought to be teachers by now. Say, but if they still have to be teaching you elementary truth, it says then you need meat, not solid food. You need milk. Milk. You know the milk they give to baby from day one to day whatever. They want to nine months or so. I don't know. They want to nine months. You are still taking milk, not solid food. He now says in verse 13. He says, anyone who lives on milk, he said, being still an infant is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. I didn't say so. Your Bible says so. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 13. Read it. He says, anyone that is still staying on the milk, you are not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. He says, but solid food is for the matured. Solid food is for the matured. The matured ones, there are things, see, trust me, my hand is up. There are things that I want to teach. I cannot say into this public platform. I need the matured ones for us to come together. And I'm saying this because very soon we'll be coming together. I need matured ones. The ones who knows that there is more to me than what my life is currently displaying. The matured ones. The matured ones. Somebody declared this after me. Say, I am matured in the dealings and operations of God. Say it again one more time. I am matured in the dealings and in the operations of God. Yes, that's who you are. Stop operating like a baby. Stop being an infant drinking milk all the time. You're supposed to be a teacher. He says, for solid food belongs to those that are matured. He says, who by constant use, he said, train themselves to distinguish what is good from evil. Somebody come tomorrow and tell you that no go and eat grass and you wrong go and eat grass under the name of prophetic word. Where have you seen that very particular nonsense? Because why? You are still an infant. The Bible just me say you are still a baby. You are still a baby. Let's look at another scripture quickly. One scripture here, then I, 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 will, I, will, I will take it, call it a wrap and we'll get into our conclusion. Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. Hebrews 6 1. I have a couple of scripture here, but I just need to pick one that would address my point. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. He said, let us not be moved. I mean, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ. Hebrews 6 1. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. Yeah. He says, therefore, let us um, move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ. He says, and be taken forward to maturity. Be taken for so your maturity is your gift to God, is you bearing fruit to God. God can then trust you with more. The reason why you are still God is still giving you five thousand rand, and you think see God wants to give you five billion, but there is a level of a maturity where God knows if I give you this five billion, you are not going to find yourself in Toyando or in uh, what you call or in Dubai, spreading yourself naked on the street and abandoning the things of the kingdom. Because why? He, see, these, the resources he bless you for is for his work that he has given in your life. He says here, let us therefore move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from act to lead to death. He said, but he said, and of faith in God, which means there is a level of maturity you need to move forward. You need to move forward. Say to yourself, I'm moving forward in my work this year. I'm moving forward in my work this year. I'm growing in maturity. I mature with the dealings of God. I mature. And so shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. In conclusion this moment. In conclusion. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1 to verse 6. Ecclesiastes 11, 1 to 6. Ecclesiastes 11, chapter 1. I mean, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1 to 6. It says here, cast thy bread upon many waters. You say, for thou shalt find it in many days. You say, give a portion to seven and also to eight. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. He says, if the cloud be full of rain, he say they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall towards the south or towards the north, in the place where the tree falleth, he say, there it shall be. He says, verse 4, he that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that gathereth the cloud shall not reap. He say, as, he say, as thou knowest not what the ways of the spirit is, not the, not the bones that grows in the womb of her that, um, that is with a child. He said, even so, thou knowest not the work of God who maketh all. He says, in the morning sow thy seed. In the evening do not withhold thy hand. For thou knowest not whether which shall prosper. He said, either this or that, or whether they both shall prosper alike. What is this scripture making us to understand? Is the fact that they say, cast your bread upon many waters. Indirectly here. He's just saying, be fruitful. Just be fruitful. When you find an opportunity, seize the opportunity. When you find opportunity for you to do new stuff, don't say, because it is not my passion, engage into it. You know, one of the things I like my tribe, I'm sorry, I have to say, blah, blah. you'll never see a Nigerian man tell you that I can't do it. Never. Never. Any Nigerian man who tells you, check him, he's not the real Nigeria. He's from somewhere. I wanted to mention the country name before they fight me. He's from somewhere that is not Nigeria. Nigerian man, tell him, oh boy, can you be a construction engineer? He's a mechanical. You tell yes, I can do it. He will collect the contract and somebody do it for you. Because why? He has to be fruitful. He has to be fruitful. In a, never, in a Nigerian man can do. He said, when he said that scripture, I can do all things. That scripture which was written for Nigerians. I can do all things through Christ which threatens me. Because as he collects the thing, like, oh boy, I don't know how to do this. He go and find somebody to do it. And he now becomes a middleman. And yet he's still collecting the five billion and yet paying somebody three billion to do the thing. He makes his profit and he sits by just being a middleman. He says, cast your bread. There are some of you this morning, the ability for you to be fruitful. This is just a word, for, a word of knowledge for somebody. The ability for you to now go, look for other opportunities. Even though you are not good at that place, create the atmosphere. Bring somebody to run it. You must not run the thing now. Must you run it? Must you be a CEO of the thing? You can, you, you see, not every CEO is actually seeing things in marketplace. Not every CEO is seeing it. There is a lot of CEO that register in CIPC. Go there, you find thousands of companies. And yet they are seeing nothing. So don't, don't just because you can want to be seen, I want to be seen. He said, cast your bread upon many waters. Cast it in the mining. Cast it in technology. Cast it in IT. Cast it in event planning. Cast it in this. Just cast your bread upon many waters. Because why? You don't know which one is going to grow. And as you are casting it also, cast also in the spiritual realm. Sow seed in the things of your church. Sow things in the things of God. Win souls. Do, just keep casting your bread. And as you do so, you begin to see the hand of God operating upon your life in the name of Jesus. Quickly, this very particular moment. Ways to live a fruitful life that attract favor. What are the ways to live a fruitful life that attracts people? Remember I tell you that four, I gave you the four points, but this, let's look at the ways to live. I'll be very fast on this very particular one. Ways to live a fruitful life that attracts favor. Mm. If I can finish it, then it's fine. We'll continue on Thursday. Ways to live a fruitful life that attracts favor. Number one, reflect purposely on what you are currently doing and on your values and beliefs. Reflect purposely, as in take your time after the service is over. Reflect purposely, like, oh boy, am I doing what is right? As my as, as pastor has explained, and I've seen it from the scripture, that being fruitful is all this. Now reflect purposely on what you are currently doing. 
and on the values and beliefs that you are currently operating on. Are you operating on the values of God or are you operating on the values of Satan? Do you believe the things of God? Your faith is your faith work or you are doing a fear work. Reflect purposely. After this service is over, as you are taking out your time to gather your family and have that very particular fried rice and chicken, or maybe you are going out with your loved one, begin to think. Am I doing, am I living the fruitful life? Or I'm just here, just watching and just counting and just living life as if, okay, Jay, whatever is whatever. Reflect. Take time to go and reflect. Even me, your pastor, oh, my wife will tell you point blank, I do that. After I finish, I don't have a problem listening to myself because now this one that is preaching is called Pastor Darlington. After I finish, Darlington must sit down also in one hour plus and listen to this message. And I write notes. I write notes. You can, hey, the other day, my wife and I went to the store. I was looking at a diary because, and she, she said something to me that made me laugh. He said, This diary, this one is too small to finish in one day. And she knows, she knows. I write, oh, I write. I, I don't just sit down and say, okay, no, because I'm the one who preached. Oh, but how do you think I get all this one I preach for? I study. I reflect. If I want these people, God, you've given me these five people. You've given me these two people. Even though it's one, God, you trust me with one soul. Remember that one soul in heaven, they throw party, and you now trust me with one. Ah! God, thank you for that. I put everything, every fruitful nature I can bring out to make sure that that one soul, make sure they enter into rest by force. Not even by their choice. By force, you enter into rest. Because why? When you enter into rest in the place of your belief and your faith, then you have ceased from your own work. God kicks in. And that's my job for you this morning. I pray for somebody on the sound of my voice. Everything that you need to bump into to make your fruitfulness begin to pop out, they begin to manifest this moment in the name of Jesus. I'm going to pause here quickly. I want us to pray quickly. I want us to open our mouth and let's begin to, to appreciate God for the word of God. And let's begin to say, Father, thank you for your word this moment. Lord, you've spoken to me. Thank you. Lord, this one, I'm going to sit back and I reflect. I can't sit and be watching things, playing games in my life when I know that I am being fruitful. You said be fruitful because the fruitful nature is already on my inside. And that's what I need to tell you. The fruitfulness we're talking about is not something you need to pray God. God, make me fruitful. He says you are blessed. So now become fruitful. Open your mouth this moment and say, Lord, empower me, Father, to live a daily fruitful life. Empower me to live a daily fruitful life. Ratos palakatiana gos balatiata doskapa. Reketoski palados kaparina gedesh kapalara. Lord, empower me to live a fruitful life. Empower me to live a fruitful life in the name of Jesus. Lako parata zegedina paratoskapa. Legedoshinaka. Bate ketoska perede. Retoskapa. Somebody look at your life. On this first point, we say it says purposely reflect and to see. Look at your life right now. The values you are living are dead the values of God. The beliefs that you are bringing on the table are dead the beliefs of God. Open your mouth and begin to say, Father, cause me to be fruitful. Cause me to be fruitful. The kind of fruitful that guarantee enhancement, that guarantee favor, Lord, remove these things. Remove this procrastination. Remove delay. Remove complaints. Lord, you says, I can be fruitful. Lord, you say, I can be fruitful. 
Somebody open your mouth in the next few minutes and begin to make your way. Begin to talk your way to the top. Lord, from today, I repent. Some of you need to repent and say, Lord, I repent. As I get to the office, I become actively involved in my company. Some of you in the political party where you belong, become actively involved because you never can tell. Somebody may be looking at you and they can recommend you before you know what is going on. You find yourself as the minister of human settlement or you find yourself as the minister of finance or you find yourself sitting currently maybe probably at, 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 at WHO or AU or whatever because why now you are not responsible. Now you are not becoming fruitful. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I repent. Forgive me. I'm going to be fruitful from today. I may not like the job, but I'm going to be fruitful. I may not like my career, but I'm going to be fruitful. I may not like what is going on, but I'm going to be fruitful because lies in him is the favor for tomorrow. Lies in him is my opportunity. Lies in him is my next level. Ratakos palada gebredegedu shapata. Reketoske palado shapa. Rataketulegedes kapa. Reketoshina ba eroskapa. Ratuske belikato shalata. Finally, you're going to pray. You're going to say, Lord, every power that is fighting me from living a fruitful life. Every power is fighting me. Lord, there may be powers from my father's house that says I will never, that I will die like my father being lazy. Or I will die like my mother not being fruitful. Lord, any powers anywhere. Lord, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I bring those powers under the obedience of Christ. I want you to declare that. Every power is fighting me. I bring them under the obedience of Christ. I bring them under the obedience of Christ. You have no hold in me. We have no part together. I am the righteousness of God. I'm born to be fruitful. I'm born to multiply. I'm born to subdue. I'm born to have dominion. I bring you. You this forces. You this powers of darkness. I declare right now in the name of Jesus. Out of my life. Somebody declare that I'm bold enough to declare. Be bold enough. This is your destiny. Your next level favor that we are talking about this month. Is tied to your fruitfulness. Your next level advancement. Is tied to your fruitfulness. Your next level breakthrough is tied to your fruitfulness. Fruitfulness in being prayed for. Fruitfulness in being prayed for. Fruitfulness in your speaking in tongues. Fruitfulness in staying in the word of God. Fruitfulness in being industrious. Being creative. Being ability to be competent. Ability to understand what to do. Operating wisdom. All is wrapped in your fruitfulness. Ratosh Somebody declare this week, Lord, as I'm engaging this week, I find favor. As I'm engaging in the fruitfulness, I find favor. I find favor in my marriage. I find favor with the works of God upon my hand. I find favor in my career. I find favor in AU. I find favor in Nigeria. I find favor in Gabon. I find favor with the countries of South Africa. Open your mouth and begin to declare. You are a fruitful person. You are a fruitful person. That's why I am preaching the way I'm preaching to you. Because I want you to bring out that nature. I want you to bring it out. God says, be fruitful. I'm joining my father in heaven to tell you open your mouth and begin to speak that fruitfulness lord i'm fruitful this week as i get into my place of office i'm fruitful when you talk about fruitful i have ideas i know what to do in this place i don't know how to increase this marketing sales but i'm fruitful lord i'm fruitful in my marketing i'm fruitful in my directing i'm fruitful in my script writing i'm fruitful in my preaching i'm fruitful in delivering the word of god in excellence and in details in the name of jesus ratospa 
Barata Ebadoshala, Abrekatoske Paladoshalata, Aratoske Perigadoshalata, begin to declare in just one minute, Ratoske Perikatos Epelegadoshala, Ratakopalata, Lord, I'm fruitful, declare that this morning, I'm fruitful, as I get into this week, I'm fruitful, call the days, I'm fruitful on Monday, I'm fruitful on Tuesday, I'm fruitful on Wednesday, I'm fruitful on Thursday, I'm fruitful on Friday, I'm fruitful on Saturday, on Sunday, I'm coming back again to the church to load myself with more fruitfulness in jesus mighty name we pray the bible says in the book of isaiah chapter 3 verse 10 isaiah chapter 3 verse 10 he says say unto the righteous it shall be well with him he said for they shall eat the fruit of their doing he says, say unto the righteous, it shall be wed with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doing. Do you see from this scripture that there is a fruit that is already on your inside? He says, for they shall eat that of the fruit that they are doing. They shall eat of the fruit. He says, for they shall eat of the fruit of their doings. Which means the doings there has an S. The issue of being competent, being creative, ability to develop them I mean, to develop ideas, come with creative instinct. He said, For you shall eat the fruit of that thing. And so therefore, this morning, I declare under heavens, by God who called me into this very particular fivefold. I speak using the oil of God upon my life. I declare unto you this morning, it shall be well with you. I speak upon your going out and your coming in this week. You will find result on every side in the name of Jesus. I declare upon your life today anything fighting unfruitfulness upon your life. I hereby cause them this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this week that every accident that the enemy has arrayed before you, you will escape it swiftly in the name of Jesus. I release the blessings of God upon your life. That whatever you touch this week, from the standpoint of being fruitful, you will find favor in your fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. I speak to the three of you right now. That work that you are showing your fruitful insight, that you are putting all your fruitful intelligence, I hereby move you forward in promotion. I hereby move you forward for promotion. I hereby move you forward for favor. I hereby move you forward for increase. In the name of Jesus, I declare to one person this week, by the mercies of God, you will find help in your career. You will find help in your career. You will find help in your career. In the name of Jesus. I don't know why I'm hearing this again one more time. Anyone appointed to death this week. I terminate that spirit of death upon your life this week. In the name of Jesus. Every blood-sucking demons arranging themselves uh, to make sure that you do not amount to anything. Uh, I command those blood-sucking demons. Uh, they begin to suck their own family. Uh, they begin to suck their own children. Uh, they begin to suck their own people. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I cover you with the blood of Jesus today. Uh, I mark you for exemption. Uh, that the devourer that wastes people's life, uh, it will never see you this week. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I release the blessing of God upon your life. And I speak upon your life this week. That that manifestation that you need to see happen. They begin to take place upon your life. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord I thank you this morning. 
I ask that the Holy Spirit, as we're about to end the service this morning, breathe upon everyone's mind. Breathe upon their thought. The word they've listened from your servant, darling, in this moment. Lord, I ask that you continue to echo it upon their life. Deep rooted on their inside. So that they know that the fruitfulness is already in them. And they must perform at a hundred percent in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.